Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Man, the phones are lining up here this morning as we uh, are within 48 hours. I guess as if you're listening to this, perhaps it is the morning of the Iowa caucus. We're trying to give you a voter's guide uh, on health care to all the Iowa caucuses as they are rapidly approaching. Alan Hager has been joining us. We're going to play here a second in a second um, a clip from uh, Senator Ted Cruz on his um, his his thoughts and, and, and reaction to a question, which uh, I thought is uh, is interesting that I wanted you to hear. But uh, first of all, Alan, are you still there? Number yes, one. I'm still here. All right. Cool. Um Welcome back to the show. Let's listen to this clip and feel free to uh, chime in uh, with any commentary, as I will. We should empower consumers and patients to make decisions, healthcare decisions, in consultation with their doctors. And we should disempower government from getting in between us and our doctors. Now, let me give you some specific reforms that reflect those principles. Number one, we should allow people to purchase health insurance across state lines. That's right now illegal. If you want to purchase health insurance outside of the state of Iowa, you can't do it. Now, what that would do is it would create a true 50-state national marketplace for health insurance, which would drive down the cost of low-cost catastrophic coverage. The problem is it would be regulated by the federal government, which a lot of people are against federal control. Please continue. Now, if you want to see more access, and every one of us wants to see more people covered with health insurance, The biggest barrier to access is cost. You ask people why they don't have health insurance. Your father-in-law, he couldn't afford it. Brother-in-law, okay, your brother-in-law couldn't afford it. Right. The biggest barrier is cost. If you want more access, what you want is more choices and lower costs. What does Obamacare do? Fewer choices and higher costs. True. That's true. He couldn't afford it. He finally got it under Obamacare. But he didn't get it, did he? We had insurance, but by the time he got to a doctor, it was too late. He was dying. What I can tell you is millions are losing their insurance now, and if we allow people to purchase across state lines, it will drive down the cost where they can afford it and get it earlier. He would have gotten it earlier if he could have afforded it earlier, but because of government regulations, he couldn't. Secondly, what we ought to do is expand health savings accounts so that people can save in a tax-advantage way for more routine health care I would agree with, with that premise. And, Alan, we've talked about before uh, Dr. Carson's plan to uh, expand those as well. Yes, we have. And, you know, every Republican talks about expanding health savings accounts uh, as well as purchasing insurance across state lines. And so... Uh, you know, whether it's Ben Carson, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, uh, Mike Huckabee, John Kasich, Jeb Bush, 
those are the standard talking points for every campaign that I've heard from here in Iowa. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Oh, how much left is left in the video there, Matt? Uh, we're, we're almost done. So we'll, we'll, those are kind of the, the main premises that he's got. Let's take a, a couple calls. Uh, first of all, uh, we've got Brenda uh, on the line uh, patiently waiting. Uh, thank you for the call. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Well, thank you, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Going good. Um, I just wanted to let you know that um, I'm a caucus chair here in central Iowa and went to several uh, events this week and saw some candidates, and Obamacare, of course, came up with everybody. And I saw Ted Cruz this morning, and there was a question about uh, about Obamacare there, and it was a very sad situation about somebody that had gotten it after never having health care before, and also Carly Fiorina, um, and she had some good things to say. Um, but as uh, Ellen was saying, uh, I also realized that there isn't much of a ground game with uh, some of the candidates either. Um, we, I belong to the Central Committee uh, in our county, and I've only seen the Trump, uh, somebody from the Trump campaign once, and that was early summer. And uh, the Cruz campaign hasn't been there much either. Um, the lower-tier candidates are the ones that are sending reps and college kids. So um, it's really been interesting, and we'll be really glad to see deodorant commercials once the caucuses are over. <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for your call and for your report. Oh, and for that video, uh, submitting it through the America's Healthcare Challenge Facebook page. Yes, and uh, I should tell you that the crowd was uh, standing room only, and it was in a very small uh, town in all of central Iowa, northern central Iowa, uh, 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning, and it was standing room only. Um, all ages were there, and uh, so it was really interesting to see. And for Carly Fiorina, um, it was standing room only for her, too, and the crowd loved her, and nobody ever talks about her. So I thought that would be interesting for you to know. Right. Yeah, though, so thanks for Do you care to make a prediction quickly? Oh, boy, it's awful close to call. You know, you talk to people that have just now started to think about what they're going to do, and they all want Trump. But then if you've been watching it for a while, you're disenchanted. I myself flirted with Trump for a little while, and um, I'm now undecided between Fiorina and Cruz. And so um, the prediction could go any way. Um, it, it just, who knows? <laughs> But I think people are not happy with Trump because he's not been here very much. Uh, he flies in and flies out, and that nobody really knows him, and he doesn't know us, and we don't like that over here. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks so much for your call. Okay, good luck. All right, thank you. Thank you, Brenda. Good to talk to you. Oh, thank you. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Alan, uh, we've got uh, your your thoughts on the, the fair tax provoked a call, so uh, let's quickly welcome in Jim to the program. We've got about two minutes before the break. Jim, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Sean, thanks for taking my call. And Alan, I, I totally, me, me and you know, we talked to each other Tuesday night, Alan. Uh, you probably know who I am. Yes. But uh, I agree pretty much totally with what you said on the fair tax. The, the issue that I had, and we might have conversations on it too, is, is the understanding of uh, what else it's called. It's all the same, fair tax, consumption tax, national sales tax. Um, we need to stick with one phrase on this issue. Um, because we are, we don't need to be confusing our fellow Americans as as confused as I we agree. already are. Second of all, you yes. mentioned all the other positives, but you didn't mention the, the IRS being, you know, being repealed or being taken away, which is true. I, yeah, but I, the biggest yeah. thing is the Sixteenth Amendment, as you know. Yes, the Sixteenth Amendment, uh, the payroll tax will be gone. Sixteenth Amendment will be gone. You you said there's enough money, and there probably is because we are we are 
the United States people are considered the most consumption group of people. So you can collect a yeah. lot of money. My point is, yeah. you will budget the national government. Your federal government will be budget and have to do a budget and only get that money. And they don't have and, the right and, and to Jim, tax us up or down. And, Jim, at the same time, you go to zero-based budgeting, and you've got yourself a perfect storm of great ideas. Exactly. Now, I just want to comment on one more thing. Uh, and I would like to talk to you and Sean more in the future on this issue that we're talking about, the fair tax. But I also yes. want to comment on something else that you just got done talking about, Ted Cruz, and, and the idea of uh, across state lines and everything else like that on the health care. And you guys use savings accounts, uh, health care accounts. The point is, is across state lines, what it comes down to it, he said all 50 states, of course, that's competition, folks. That's a free market. And the Republicans keep on saying uh, repeal and replace on Affordable Care House. How about just repeal and let the – free market take care of it. No regulations by the federal government, not their, not the responsibility. Now, if you talk about the Commerce Clause, because the federal government wants to bring the Commerce Clause on any issue and use that to control us. Well, let's, let's look at, there's individuals across the state here of Nebraska, one running for the legislature himself, who states very clearly that the Commerce Clause has been way expanded since the early 1800s. So we need to understand what our Constitution says and what our founders were expecting, you know, they had to agree with everything to get what we have. We have to understand what they were thinking, and we're not doing that. We're doing what well, people... You... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, and, and you know that Alexander Hamilton was one of the first proponents of a national sales tax, or the fair tax. That's fine, but there's things about Alexander Hamilton a lot of yep. people don't know, and I'm not going to go into that right now, but I will plan on doing that in the future, as you probably know, Alan. Oh, I, I look forward to more conversations with you, Jim. All right, thanks guys. For calling. Thanks Thank for you. calling in, uh, Jim. Appreciate it, and thanks for listening to the show. Alan, uh, any other final thoughts on, on candidates on the Republican side? I'm just going to tell you, this is ground zero for the first vote in the nation, and we're going to find out a lot come Monday night in 48 hours. And uh, keep your eyes blue, keep your ears on. There's a lot of crazy things happening here in Iowa, and uh, my guy is Mike Huckabee, but I'll tell you what, none of, all of the Republican candidates are better than what the Democrats offer. So uh, I'm telling you now, just keep your eyes glued to the TV come Monday night, because it's going to be wild. It certainly will. Uh, definitely going to be watching that instead of professional wrestling. Uh, yeah, it's its own wrestling match, my friend. It is. This is the ultimate uh, WWE SmackDown yep. event. So who's going to win? You going to just let it find out? Hey, I'm going to let the. I'm putting all my effort into my guy. But I'll tell you what. Whatever happens, happens. We'll know because 70 percent of Iowans are still undecided. That's that's right. Hey, thanks so much, my friend. Until next time. Thank you. All right, that was Alan Hager. Uh, this is America's Healthcare Challenge. When we come back, we've got some clips uh, from some more candidates that we're going to play and uh, give you some uh, commentary on, as well as my predictions on who I think is going to win the Iowa caucus from both sides. This is America's Healthcare Challenge, doing our best to inform you uh, on one of the most complex issues as you go into the ballot booth this November.